Everyone, this is Opera After Dark. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Um, if anybody hasn't figured it out, and God knows how could you, um, we are talking about Star Wars today, and we are really excited because the movie is coming out today, and we're all super jazzed for it, so we're going to do this fantasy casting of Star Wars the Opera. Um, we don't know the story. We just basically picked the characters that we like, and we're going to go from there. <laughs> correction, um, correction, we're all... correction. Yes, sorry. We know the story of Star Wars at all. We don't know the oh, storyline yes. of this new film. This new film. We don't know the storyline of the opera that we're casting. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. As, right, as one of I mean, we'll discuss how we might actually... Maybe later yeah, on. We'll, we'll see, see if we get to that. I don't know. We're pretty drunk on a pink Malbec, which we've just discovered. It has best dragonfly on Has dragonflies on it. That the best of both worlds. Well. <laughs> yes. And, and sorry, and we have a lovely, wonderful guest here. Special to guest today. Everybody. Her name is Lauren Miller. And Lauren, tell us something about yourself. Um, well, I did pick the pink Malbec. You did. <laughs> so good, good on you. I think that's. Kind of says everything. I picked it because of the dragonflies on the bottle. And then Elspeth and I were both very excited when we realized it was a pink Malbec, something neither of us have ever tried before. Mm-hmm. Lauren is a huge Star Wars fan, and she has expressed great interest in the past. If we ever did something like this, that she would want to be involved. So here we are. Yeah, and they were nice enough to involve me. So thanks, guys. Of course. Thanks we're so happy to have you. Um, do we want to just jump right into it? Yeah. Well, we should maybe... Give our listeners just a little synopsis of how we go about doing this. Sure. We have a list. We have a list of characters that we consider like key or main characters because mm-hmm. we all know there's way too many to touch on every single person. Right. The Star Wars universe is vast, vast, and so we can't touch on everybody. So we picked the specific characters that we wanted to focus on. Also, right. people should then- know. Well, we can get into it later, but. Elspeth decided that we weren't including any characters that are only in the episodes one through three because she's... Yeah, we're not talking about the prequels because who would do that? <laughs> because she's well, a purist. There, actually, wait, I'm going to make one quick argument in Fine. favor of this. No, 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 that if you think of it as like tragic opera, the prequels actually tell a much more tragic operatic story than, right. than right. four, they five, just, and six. They just, they just do it. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm not. I'm not arguing in favor of watching the movies mm-hmm. at all. But if you just look at the overall structure and the fall of Anakin, no, Skywalker, I get it. I get I mean, it. it is yeah. kind of more of your like typical 
dramatic, tragic. No, story. of course, I get, I get right. it. But right, we're Anakin. Sort of but we're gonna, gonna ignore this. Anakin is a we very kind of like picked and choose, chose our way through. Anakin is a very operatic character, like definitely, right, yeah. definitely, totally. totally, kind of in an annoying way. <laughs> right, well, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so we have all. We had a list that we all got that we all filled out on our own and we have not revealed to each other who our castings are. So for those of you who don't know Star Wars and don't really know much about opera singers, we're sorry. Star Wars, yeah. If you don't know Star Wars and you don't really care about opera singers, care about opera singers, one, why are you listening to this podcast? (laughs) And two, I'm super sorry if this might not be the episode for you, I suggest episode number two where we talk about Leo Shianochak because I feel like that was pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I think too that like if you have ever seen a Star Wars film, I'm sure of any kind, you'll be amused by something in this episode. So Ho- keep hang with hopefully, us. Hopefully. If you will. Um, so I think we should jump right in with who I personally think is the most important character in this whole series, which is Princess Leia slash, you know, the general. Um, <laughs> General's right. Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> what? Nothing, nothing. And so it begins. <laughs> Is that an Arizona thing? No, that's actually an undercover brother thing. We don't need to go down that rabbit hole right now. All right, so Kyle, I want you to start. Well, did you pick Isabel Leonard? I did not. Um, okay, so you picked her for something else. Who'd you pick for Prince, for Princess Leia, for Leia? May she rest in peace. General. She can be a general and a princess. That's true. General she's, princess. She's yeah. She's badass enough to be both. General princess. I chose actually. Leia Organa. I had solo. in my my mind. Leia Organa solo. Like the newer films, and I thought that Susan Graham would be a slam dunk choice. Oh. Princess Leia. I think she's definitely a mezzo. Yes. Yes. Like oh, I definitely. Disagree. Really. I cast a mezzo. I actually I cast her. Mezzo. Younger, uh. um, I cast Sasha Cook, mm. who I I love and I think she'd be great. But I also think Sasha Cook could also play like younger Susan Graham. So I feel like we're in the same, at least vocally, like physically. Susan Graham is like six feet tall, but right, which would be great. You know what I'm but saying? But to touch on yeah. on I, another reason why she should be a mezzo, Carrie Fisher's voice is pretty low, actually. That's true. And of the singing that she did. <laughs> Uh, because her mom, Debbie Reynolds, used to like take her around and have her sing in her shows. Side note, can we talk about Kyle's connection to Debbie Reynolds? What? You connected to Debbie Reynolds? How does no one know this but me? Uh, Yeah. Well, finishing my thought, she would go around with her mom and her mom would make her sing in her shows and she's like very low alto voice. But the connection actually is that... My mom and Debbie Reynolds are cousins. Hey, um, yeah. So Kyle is related to Star Wars, right? Awesome. Star Wars, yes. Yeah, my my grandpa. Kyle's related to Star Wars. Yes. My grandpa is Debbie Reynolds' uncle, even though he's a couple years younger than her, because his sister was like nineteen years older than him. Wow! So look at I'm, you. Yeah. How did nobody know this? Yeah. I actually, <laughs> well, I, you, I, mean, I, I, but you. I never met Carrie Fisher. I did meet Debbie Reynolds uh, wow. once. That's amazing. And that is amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. My mom and well, my mom met Carrie Fisher on like a few occasions, 
um, my dad once. They actually also, one of the times that they saw her was when she was dating um, Paul Simon, which was kind of wow. kind of cool. But anyways, that's a random random connection. So you're De- Demi Debbie Reynolds adjacent, right? Debbie Reynolds adjacent. <laughs> yeah. And all I well, all I, mean, I have uh, really to show for it is a signed picture from Carrie Fisher addressed to her intergalactic cousin Kyle. Oh, Kyle, that's amazing. amazing. Right. We don't we don't have that. Yeah. No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm happy to have it. It's a prized possession that she she did them for my sister and I when I was like five. So that's Aww. adorable. Yeah, that's really nice. That's that's absolutely great. wonderful. So who, Lauren, yes. you're the guest. So we'll ask oh. you who were you thinking? For so I also Leia? went mezzo. For yeah, Leia. it just. I'm sorry, Naomi. It seemed <laughs> we'll get to you in a second. Okay, we'll okay. Second. Look, and I want to hear your argument for a soprano, but I don't know. I thought mezzo and I mean, or I thought Leia and I mean, I thought mezzo, and I actually went with uh, Joyce did not. Oh, good choice. Good oh, choice. Oh yeah, no, I see yeah. it. I see so it. I yeah, see that's it. that's where I ended up. I wanted that that type of voice, and I thought she would uh, kind of pull off the badass general yeah, princess. Yeah. I was just gonna very, say, very yeah, well. Joyce Dinanato has all of the badass to be. Princess Leia. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, and I, you know, grew up idolizing Leia, so I wanted I wanted someone I thought could be a real yeah. badass mezzo. So that's where I went. Okay, Naomi, I'm gonna make a soprano argument. Okay, so for me, like I agree that Princess Leia has to be super feisty. She has to be badass. She has to have like a killer attitude, right? And I guess I also grew up like imagining myself as Princess Leia, and I am a soprano. And so for that's... for me, like I always heard her in my mind hmm. as. As yourself. And Hmm. so, selfish. (laughs) Whatever. Super humble. (laughs) Very un Canadian. Okay. No, I did not cast myself as Princess Leia. I cast, uh, well, I was kind of torn between two people who I both thought could be super feisty in this role. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. One of them, I thought Ava Maria Westbrook Mm. would do a great Princess Leia. Okay. And then the other one, of course, you're going to roll your eyes at me, but it's my always and forever idol, Barbara Hannigan, fellow Canadian. I think she would be fierce. You guys, okay. She'd be awesome. You guys give me shit. We're not friends. <laughs> <laughs> Babs and I have had a falling out, but go You on, guys Kyle. give me shit about Isabel Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say this. But you cast this. Barbara Hannigan Your love in everything. Isabel Leonard. No, because your love Isabel Leonard, it just borders a little bit. On the weirdly creepy. <laughs> you know I love you, but you know what I'm saying. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, but so, so I immediately thought of Babs for this role, but then I would pushed myself to think of somebody else that I think would be pretty killer in it, and so that's what led me to a Maria Westbrook because I think hmm. I think that she could do a really good job, and she has like a heavier voice and i, I like, saw her in lady Macbeth of Sanks, and right. she was fierce and so i feel like you're being overruled because it's three against one for it to be a mezzo overruled Fine. who that mezzo is is yet to be determined i like joyce clearly a mezzo. i think joyce is a great choice yeah. i also joyce is a great choice i will get behind joyce. joyce i think she's Yay. a great choice <laughs> yeah i think <laughs> joyce <laughs> is a great choice <laughs> Tap Do you want to hear Princess Leia's theme? Yes. yes, Naomi, play it. Okay, Princess Leia's theme sounds something like this. Oh, no, not like that. <laughs> 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 something more like this. Do you want me to try it? 
Yeah. Goes on. But beautiful, yeah. beautiful. <laughs> so beautiful. I think I can probably claim to be the only person who has been involved in the Star Wars wedding. <gasps> um, yeah, I was. I was yes. the honor of a Star Wars wedding. Yes, which she was. Which we won't go into the full wedding, but I will say so. The um, when we processed down the aisle, we processed to the main theme, and then when the bride came down the aisle, she processed to Princess. Mm. And were the groomsmen and the groom dressed up as Han Solo? They unintentionally were dressed as Han Solo. And you were dressed as? As a um, X-Wing pilot. I had a bright orange bridesmaid's dress and an R2-D2 hair clip. Holy shit. And I will Holy say, I did, indeed. I did tell the bride about this episode. Um, she's not an opera person, but she's a Star Wars person, and she is very excited to listen to it. Well... So, Holy shit, indeed. Let's keep it at that. <laughs> um, but yes, I was I was involved in a, a Star Wars-themed wedding. Well, Kyle, I have a question mm-hmm. for you. Who did you cast Isabel Leonard as? <laughs> oh, wait for it till it comes up. No, I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. You got to wait. Oh. Right. I think Kyle and I cast her as the same person. So we're going to talk about Han Solo, who I had a real problem casting, because obviously, who can live up to... Young Harrison Ford. He nope. was the first person I cast. Oh, really? Oh, oh, oh I'm yeah. so well, then you, uh, then I, yeah. I want to hear. I want to hear your. Yeah. Who's your casting? It's Mara Yushkvichin. Uh, That's a pretty good choice. He has the. I mean, obviously, Han Solo is a baritone. Right. 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 Yeah. He obviously. has to be a baritone, and I feel like you know, I remember Mariusz as Don Giovanni as Belcore in Elixir of Love, and I just feel like he has the like. Sassy the attitude, swagger. the mm. swagger that you need to be Han Solo, and I think he would look killer in a Han Solo costume. He would, let's be honest. Actually, yeah, good, okay, yeah, really good tight pants. Like, Ooh, if he, yeah. right, and if yeah. he just grew his hair out a little bit, real tight pants, yeah. right? I like that choice. And the high boots, he looks great in high boots. Kyle, so. what are you thinking? I had to stretch. This one was really hard for me. This was the last one that I cast. Me too. And so I ended up going with Sam Raimi. 30 years ago. <laughs> what is happening? I don't know. I, feel I did not know that. that time travel was an option. It's not. It's like not. It's not an option. Time travel hey, is not an option. What, is this or is this not fantasy, fantasy. opera casting? Fair enough. Fair okay. enough. Speaking of time travel, Doctor Who, David Tennant. Did you read the thing where they're doing good omens? Good omens with David Tennant and and, and Michael Sheen. Yes, I did, and I'm Shut really excited. Up, that is great. It's like you couldn't actually pick a better cast. It's a great if cast. You tried. It's it's perfection. perfect. It's yeah. perfect. I am so fucking excited. Yeah, no, I am too. Mm. Can we? I'm happy for you. As an interlude, can we get some Han Solo theme music? Well, yeah. I was just thinking. That we need to hear the Han and Leia theme since we've now covered both. Yes, of them. So this is yes, the yes. love theme yeah. that makes us all melt inside. Here we go. Hopefully, on the xylophone. On the, on the xylophone. <laughs> A toy child xylophone. Yeah. <laughs>
Oh, beautiful. So beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank True you. love. True I love on a xylophone. I do like, I like the Marius Christian idea. I had Ildar oh. Abdrakazal. Mm. I think I like Mariush a little bit better. Lauren, yeah, who I'm not a fan. I had Nathan Gunn. Oh, Nathan Gunn, Nathan Gunn would yeah. be good. Because I thought he had again the voice right. um, to pull it off, but then I also the I charm and the potential the swagger. Okay. Yeah. Can I tell you who I put Ildar as? Just because you brought him up. Ildar. Yeah, of course. Okay, so I didn't find a, like a lead role for Ildar in our list, but I wanted so badly to have him in this Star Wars opera because I love him so much. Fair. And so I decided to give him the role of every stormtrooper that sings anything. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great role. Right? Isn't, in the new Star Wars, isn't there a point where he says, like, traitor, the stormtrooper. Yes. Like, traitor. Yeah. yeah. And, and then so, there's uncredited Daniel so, Craig. Right. Wait, was Daniel Craig in that? Yeah, the one that read. Yes, yes, yes. He's like, oh, totally it's so. Yeah, oh, that's right. So anytime a stormtrooper sings anything, that it's stormtrooper Ildar, has to be Ildar, Ildar as Daniel Craig as uncredited stormtrooper. <laughs> I think right. that is a so you're telling me that Ildar is going to say things like, right away, sir. And yes. these are not the droids we're looking Radar. for. Right away, sir. Seriously. Close the blast doors. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> God. Can we can we pause for one second and talk about the um the unlicensed Star Wars musical that exists? <laughs> yes, we can. is it the one man Star Wars musical? No, it's um so there's a Star Wars musical and it takes the music of John Williams, which is why it's never been performed because they do not have the rights to it. Mm-hmm. Um, then how do you know I about actually, it? Because they have a website <laughs> and they posted like. The sound, the soundtrack, and it's it's amazing. Nice. Um, they hired somebody to play Obi Wan Kenobi as Calm Wilkinson via <laughs> Um But my favorite song is the um, the the droid song. I am a droid. Oh God! It's really it's so funny. The droid song needs to be like auto tuned at least. It is auto. It's a kind of auto. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyhow, I'll send it to you. All right, let's talk about Luke Skywalker, potentially the last Jedi. I don't know. Do you know that the Jedi can be plural? That's the whole controversy. Shh. I'm sorry. Sorry, I told you to bring up my inner nerd a lot. <laughs> Luke. Luke Skywalker. You are a tenor. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Luke yes. is a fucking. Tenor. He has to be. Yes, he's a tenor. Han is a baritone. Luke is a tenor. I actually. Why? Is that because he's kind of a douche? No, No. I think it's like baby face. I don't know. I think it's also because he has. He totally has the like heroic journey. Luke is the tenor. I think he's the tenor. He is. He is the tenor. Yeah. Okay. All right. I I will say that I had a long conversation about this with our amazing intern this summer, Alex, Mm -hmm. and she suggested to me because I was like, I'm really torn about this tenor. I was confiding in her. I don't know what to cast him as. And she said, Well, have you considered that Luke Skywalker has this huge character arc in Star Wars? So Mm -hmm. what if he starts as like a pants roll, then becomes a tenor, and then becomes a baritone as he matures? I hate that. Whoa. I knew you would, but I was like, I didn't even consider that. Mind blown. But I still I still stuck with a tenor because I felt like I had a hard time imagining him going through these stages of singers. I hate that. Who did you pick? I picked Brian Email as Luke Skywalker. Interesting. I actually considered him, but I cast yeah. Brian Email 
elsewhere. Oh. Did you cast this Luke Skywalker? I cast Paul Appleby. Mm. Oh, he does have a good baby face. I consider Paul Appleby. Who did you pick? I picked Matthew Polanzani. Well, we're just like throwing Uh-oh. tenors out left and right. <laughs> right. So Naomi? I, this was actually the hardest one for me. And so the person that I came down to, I think, is Stephen Costello. Um, oh, he would be good. But I can go on record saying that it was a big toss-up for me between Stephen Costello and Michael Fabiano because okay. I felt like they could both be pretty perfect in this role. So we're all pretty firm on the idea that Luke Skywalker is a tenor. Yeah. But we're not firm on which tenor. On the tenor. <laughs> we picked very different. Very I also different considered tenor. Joseph Kaleha. Mm. Oh, he's very good. He's very actually. good. Yeah. yeah, but I would consider him in a different role, even yeah. though I I didn't cast him. And actually, since I just kind of mentioned it, I'm gonna skip around. Yeah, go for mm-hmm. it. Go for it. So I would consider Joseph Kaleha, and I did cast Brian Emel as Chewbacca. Oh no, I no. had someone else for Chewbacca I did too. <laughs> I think Chewbacca should be a tenor, though, in my ah! opinion. Mm-mm. Sorry. <laughs> no. 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 What do you think? What is your? You think he should be what? A baritone. Yeah. I cast no. Peter Matei because he's Me tall. Me too. Yay! High five, Wait, guys. Also Peter Matei. Yeah! <laughs> Overall, oh, Kyle, yeah. three to one. It's Peter Matei. Three person, Peter Matei. All Peter right. Peter Matei. Oh. Let's be honest. He's the only singer tall enough. To play this role. Mm-hmm. And can you just imagine how Peter Matei would like commit and rock a Chewbacca aria exactly. all on Valentine's I think I think Chewbacca <laughs> I think Chewbacca should have a like a very in-depth long aria about his like inner feelings <laughs> in the middle of Star Wars the Opera. And it's just all <laughs> No, it's like legit You want like, words? Deep feelings. It's like Chewbacca's inner monologue kind of thing. Just Chewbacca himself alone. Oh, on stage. like in oh. aside? Yes. But is he actually singing words or is he singing vowels now? Singing words. Like in Les Mis when Javert is like, there, out in the darkness. Okay, I can get behind that. I think the aside would be cool. That could be actually really, really It's like a really big moment. I feel like in the movies, Chewbacca emotes a lot. Falling from grace, God be my witness. Can you guys do a Chewbacca impersonation? I'm... I can try, but I don't think it's going to be very Mine good. Mine has never been good. Will I mean, you try? I've tried a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, let me try. I won't look at you to help. No, don't look at me. No, it's going to be bad. Okay. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> it sounds like a goat. It sounds like Carl. <laughs> yeah, I want a full try. That was not a full that try. That way. Uh... <laughs> she does kind of have like a... <laughs> All right, Lauren. I don't know. Come on, Lauren. You gotta try it. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Kyle, Kyle you're come turn. on. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think I can do it. But fuck you. It, like... <laughs> <laughs> That's actually the best. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that was bad. Kyle, do you want to play Chewbacca? <laughs> you're tall too. You can be Matei's yes. understudy. <laughs> My debut. <laughs> As Guys, Chewbacca. Chewbacca does not have a leitmotif that I found. Oh, no. That's oh, no. Bullshit. We need to fix that in the opera. Right. <laughs> so, should we move on to Obi-Wan Kenobi? Okay. That was easy for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah? 
Where'd you get? Placido Domingo. So did I. Yeah. Yeah. So did I. I yeah. Overruled, Elspeth. <laughs> Who did you pick? Eric Owens. Oh, no. I cast Eric Owens elsewhere. He'd be really good. Yeah, Obi-Wan. he would be good. Yeah, it took me a while to get to get Obi-Wan. I think actually my problem was my first thought was Placido Domingo, and then I rebelled against that thought a little bit because I felt like it was almost too... Obvious. Yeah, I had but that then, too. Then I couldn't come up with anyone else, and I was like, you know what? Sometimes your first instinct is right, and so I went yeah. with it. Fine. What I feel a, like I'm overruled. About, so no, it's gotta be who Placido. Had. I had, yeah, I had Placido. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. Whatever. Overruled. 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 All right. All right. What about C3PO? Oh, yeah. So droids. okay. I so for the droids, uh, for C3PO. I cast Anthony Anthony Roth Costanza, and for an R two D two, I cast Audrey Luna. So we'll just like sit there on stage together and mm. sing things that are like way too high. That's I, so crazy. So I That's also a good idea. went with the high thing, but I wanted—I mean, I wanted um, David Daniels as C three PO, and then I actually went in a different direction with R two. I wanted to, and I don't have someone for it. I want it to be a boy soprano role. Oh. I want yeah. Children on stage. I know children on stage can be difficult, but when you look at R2-D2 and how they sort of put R2-D2 together is there's all this like sort of toddler-esque behavior in R2. Um, Hmm. He's meant to kind of be like a toddler. Um, So I wanted to go with the kid thing as difficult as kids on stage can be. So that was sort of my visual concept was counter tenor and voice. Okay, for me, I was going with the kind of like short, tall Mm-hmm. line of thought and also I for some reason I just never considered R2-D2 as being a tenor or a high voice I for, I just felt like he would be I needed I was thinking more of the persona of the singer and less uh-huh. about the voice type mm-hmm. and then I was also trying to find a great duo because they do so much together yes. right and they're like besties through the whole thing so I cast Luca Pizzaroni as R2-D2 and Javier Camarena as C-3PO because I think they would be adorable as this duo. Kyle, what were your thoughts on that? Luca Pizzaroni, for the record, everyone, is like a bass baritone, mostly a bass, and Javier Camarena is definitely a tenor. Super high tenor. Yeah. So I went a different direction than Mm -hmm. all of you guys. Okay. I think that C-3PO should be a speaking role. What? Uh, no, I can kind of see it because the droids aren't human, so you're distinguishing from the from the, uh, right. the singing voices. I actually thought uh, briefly about that. No, I actually thought briefly about that with um, Chewbacca, but then I didn't go there. Uh, so I get it. But I, oh, I want, <laughs> I want uh, C-3PO to be somebody like pretty comedic, and I thought somebody like Josh Gad would be really funny. That guy's not an opera singer. But he what? Said he, he said it's a speaking role. He's casting oh, as a speaking yeah. role. Yeah. So. Duh. Uh, and, then, and then for R2-D2, I think somebody should act and walk the role, but I think there should be an actual like electric keyboard in the orchestra that plays the R2 part. So you cast the droids as Olaf. <laughs> <laughs> And an electric keyboard. Yep. Wait, like Olaf from Frozen? Yeah, that's Josh Gad. The same dude. Yeah. Pink Malbec. Let's talk about Darth Vader. Nomi, do you want to play Darth Vader's Vader's Imperial Imperial March? March. Would you like to try? I can try. Nope. 
cousins like piano recital <laughs> oh shit ouch i don't sight read well after a marketing no 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 <laughs> naomi you sight read great you do. yeah naomi, you, than else naomi you do extremely well you're sight reading it so where were we <laughs> next is Darth Vader. Darth Vader. Darth Darth Vader. Vader. okay well let's first talk about uh, which voice type we imagine? Oh come on! Has. There's no discussion there. Like a yeah. like a bass. Yeah. Yeah. Bass, bass, bass. bass. Yeah. Okay, good, good. Okay, we're all on the same page. Oh wait, so wait, wait, bass? wait, wait. Let's do it. What? I think there's going to be some agreement. So let's on the count of three, say your person, full name, one, two, three. Ryan. Renee. What? what? <laughs> oh, there was a lot of disagreement there. <laughs> I said, I said Ryan Speedo Green. I cast him as someone else. Me too. Oh, shoot. Mm. I cast Bryn Turfel. I cast Eric Owens. Um, I cast Renee Papa, and I oh. cast mm. Bryn Turfel as somebody else. Damn. I thought we would agree on this. Come on, Speedo. I cast Ryan Speedo Green as somebody else. Speedo would be the best Darth Vader. You know who I cast him as? Don't Lando. even say it. Lando. Racist. La- Lando Calrissian. How is that racist? Uh, you're. I think you're profiling. Mm, I don't think that's true. I think Ryan Speedo Green would be a great Lando because Lando is very suave, very charming, and everything I've seen Ryan Speedo Green in, he's been very suave and very. That's charming, true. And I think it was. So I think is- it's like a good fit personality-wise and vocally. I think Lando would be. A lower voice. I think a baritone. With Han. See, I went with tenor for Lando. Oh. I think yeah. Lando's okay. a baritone. See, I think Lando's a tenor. To I be, thought to Lando was a bass. I think Lando's a bass. I cast something. I will 100% admit that it was slightly typecasting, and I also looked at a picture of Lando from right a Google search, and I was like, who do I think captures this persona that I remember from the movie? And I picked George Shirley. Isn't he dead? <laughs> Is he? I don't know. I'm asking you. I don't know. We might have to cut this. Let me look him up. No, no, no. We don't have to cut it. No, he. We have to cut it because you made it weird. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, I think that uh, on solo. We need. Oh God! Did you cast a Jabba the Hutt? No, I didn't. <laughs> Yeah, why didn't you? Although I want to play I don't know. Java. He is still alive. Okay. He is 83 years old. Hi. He was at an, an, an event not that long ago. George Shirley. He's retired from opera, yeah. I didn't like go to that event. He doesn't sing all Obviously. the time anymore. I think but... Lando should be Mario Schwietchen. Really? No. Yeah, because Lando is like kind of sly and seedy. Like, you don't really know if you can totally trust him. But same thing with Han. That's true. Mario should got Well, do we have character. like a we best know. now that See, we know with Han though because we see Han have his moment in episode 4. Yeah. So we know by episode 5 that we can trust Han. Right. Whereas we do get that moment with Lando at the end of episode 5, but we don't know beginning wise cuz Han says not to trust Lando and we trust do Han. Do we have so. a best true. bet for now that we've heard everybody's Darth Vaders? 
can we like come to more of an agreement or not really? I could totally see Eric Owens actually now that we're talking about it. Exactly. I could see Eric Owens. Yeah, I could also right? see Bryn Terfel. I mean, yeah, I could see Terfel too. But yeah, I just I thought Owens. I do also voice. think that Ryan Speedo Green would make a great Darth Vader. I can get behind that. But I also, feel like Ryan Speedo Green is younger, and so we should put him in something where he's a little bit more, I guess, active. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess, although. James Earl Jones was young when he was Darth Vader. No, that's true. You're right. That's true. That's true. And I mean, but he also, was the voice of Darth Vader. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I totally went with a voice that I thought would do well and yeah. kind of disregarded the look. Although with Renee Papa, I did think like he's very tall. He's he's like yeah. a, he's very imposing. He's a very imposing presence, and so I felt like he could carry Darth Vader really well. Yeah. And I do think you know in the original in the movies. Darth Vader is played by an actor and then voiced by James mm-hmm. Earl Jones. And obviously... That's true. In like a live stage operatic adaptation, it would have to be... I think it should be one person. Right. right? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and not like an actor yeah. and then somebody singing off stage. Yeah. Right. You know? How would you do the the breathing machine effect? I don't know. I guess with electronics? He would have to uh, put something on him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He would have to be Mike somehow, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then put that effect in because that effect is so integral to the the character, right? Yeah. Unless there was any way, and I don't know this, to like put in that effect in the music. I don't think so. Don't like think in so. live time, I, yeah. I think that would be like a waste of energy, right? Unless you like created your own adaptation of a wind machine. Yeah. To do like Maybe. a. Right, yeah. kind of sound. Yeah, but you need that sound when he's yeah. not when he's not yeah. singing. Like that has to kind of be an omnipresent thing. But would that be in the orchestra? Or would that be? I don't know. Throughout whatever opera apparatus the actor is singing out of. You I know? think it would be amazing if it were in the orchestra because then you could also yeah, like yeah. you don't have to worry about the costuming yeah. hiding some kind of apparatus. That's true. And the singer could just think, like sing and not have yeah. to worry about anything else. Was in the true. orchestra, you could then find ways to bring it in in other places, even when he's not yeah. around. Like when you're yeah. dealing with say Kylo Ren. I know I'm jumping, but we don't have to go there yet. But like who Vader's not around anymore, but he's like such a presence for that yeah. character. Right. So I think if you had a way to bring in the breathing as just orchestrally as a sort of reminder of Vader's sort of omnipresence of the series. It becomes its own so, leitmotif. Exactly. Have, have we thought, has anybody thought about who would be the person like writing this? No? no. I don't know. No. no. I thought John Williams. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we could do John Williams yeah. or yeah. I, I have another, I have another suggestion. Right out there. Um, I have uh, Mason Bates. Mason mm. Bates just wrote the Steve Jobs opera, the revolution yeah. of Steve Jobs mm-hmm. at Santa Fe. Yeah. Um, and he could. works a lot with computers and a lot with electronics, and that could possibly be an interesting angle for this. Especially if you're trying to do, and again, I'm, I'm just now talking off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, you know, this is a, forgive the phrase, but space opera. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, I know, terrible. I'm so sorry. But it Wouldn't is. Wouldn't it be great if that um, became a genre? <laughs> space opera. Space opera. It is a genre. It just doesn't refer to opera. It just yeah. But anyways, it is it is sort of a space opera, and you know, at some somehow in the staging in the music, you're gonna have to invoke the feeling of being in outer space, of going to light speed, because you know that moment where you put the Millennium Falcon, the hyperdrive right. goes, yeah, and the, light, and the star stream pass. I mean, it's so, so iconic. Yeah, you and have to do it. And it's so important. 
And so you're going to have to replicate that on stage some way. And I think if you could replicate that, not replicate, but sort of suggest that in motifs within the orchestra, like how cool would that yeah. be? Yeah. And so I, I think, think having that tech sort of yeah. music yeah. thing would be important. And I think with the revolution of Steve Jobs, Mason Bates sort of proved that he can really, he can really integrate motifs in really interesting ways. And like he can really compose in that style of like using light motifs as a structural element mm-hmm. to blend music together, which I think is like for me is part of what was so exciting when I saw the, the latest Star Wars film come out or when they first started adding on to the original, like the storyline to the original. Right. Yeah. Three was that the people who made the movies like really kept the integrity of the light motifs which as a kid like stick in your mind so strongly mm-hmm. of so, course yeah. yeah yeah no it's funny music is um music played such an important role in star wars mm-hmm. in the movies and i think yeah i think that needs to be honored within with moving it to a musical form like yeah opera. i think if it became an opera it would have to be something that like john williams signs off on oh yeah yeah, for sure. Yeah, you need to get John Wayne. <laughs> I, I feel like some of, these, some of these themes need to be quoted, you know? Yeah. Uh, we'll just rip it off. Yeah. Right, well, yeah. It, You'll be fine with it. Yeah. Well, no, I think it would be absolutely impossible to do do this without at least referencing some of these. Yeah. Like, could you imagine Darth Vader walking into a room without, without like, the Imperial, the Imperial March? March? Like, I mean, yeah. Right. yeah. All right, so I think for the sake of time, we're going to cut ourselves off right there for now. We've done old movies and we're going to pausa pausa cut this episode to an end and we'll bring you in a part 2 episode of the Star Wars fantasy opera casting with our new characters our force awakens characters if you will exactly so we'll give people enough time to rewatch the force awakens before they listen to this episode right exactly okay. Thank you for bearing with us and Elspeth's drunkenness. I mean, all of our oh drunkenness. <laughs> Unbelievable. And we'll be back with you soon for another. another oh, who's the drunk ass now? <laughs> another. Suck it. Another episode of Opera After Dark. Bye, guys. <laughs>